0: God wants you to speak faith. In August of 1980, God gave instructions to me for Word of Faith Ministries. He said, proclaim the Word of Faith, be a showcase of ministries, and train people to fulfill the Word of God. Now, let's get into today's message. And now, a message from December 2011 called, God's Rayma" Contains the Power. Did you get that? This word in Psalm 103, 1 through 4, 1 through 5, actually, is what I read. Psalm 103, 1 through 5. That portion of Scripture contains within it the power to cause itself to come to pass in your life. So now when you hear it, hearing, remember, faith, faith, comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's more than the mere sense of hearing. You got to read this, you got to meditate on this, you got to get it down into your spirit. But when you do that word, that power actually, you can put it that way. That word contains the power to bring itself to pass. And it goes down into your spirit when you hear it. If you hear it and receive it, amen. You got to mix faith with it. Remember the children of Israel heard the word, but it did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Do you remember that? Well, you got to mix faith with it. you got to hear it and mix faith with it. So let's go back here and read this, and let's put myself in it. I have read this scripture. I have put it in my heart. It's now down in there, and it contains the power to cause itself to come to pass. So what do I do? I say to myself, Brother Bill, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord's soul, and all that's within me, bless his holy name. I'm going to bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and I am not going to forget any of his benefits. He forgives all my iniquities. Well, praise God. God forgives all my sin. Hallelujah. I'm glad of that, because I am not perfect <laughs> in and of myself. You see what I'm saying? I'm the righteousness of God Christ Jesus through him, but in and of myself, Ooh, I need forgiveness from iniquity. So I am thankful that I am forgiven from iniquity, and I am thankful that the power to cause that forgiveness to come to pass in my life is in this verse of scripture that says, he has forgiven all my iniquity. He healeth all my diseases. Well, praise God, Father, I thank you that contained in this word is the power to heal all my diseases. Now, you see how powerful that is? You see how important that is? You see how that's a rhema word to you that you need to get a hold of and put down in your spirit and let it impregnate you with the vision, with the strength, with the power that it contains to bring that to pass? He healeth all my diseases all of them there's none left out the hangnail (laughs) that i think is so insignificant that's not left out for some folks that's been diagnosed with cancer that cancer has not been left out all your diseases are covered by the fact that the power of god is within his word that you're putting in your heart as a seed and it's going to cause it to come to pass. He heals all my diseases. He redeems my life from destruction. Father, I thank you that my life is redeemed from destruction. I don't have to worry about car wrecks. I don't have to worry about calamity. I don't have to worry about storms. I don't have to worry about, you know, uh, uh, trees falling on my house or any of that kind of thing. My life's redeemed from destruction. Do you know what the word redeemed here means? It means redeemed as in the next of kin. There was a a Hebrew, uh, uh, what's the best way to put it, standard (laughs) or custom, maybe custom is the best way to put it, where if a woman is married to a man and her husband dies, the husband's brother would marry her, and be her kinsman-redeemer. You see what I'm saying? And took care of her. Well, in the same way of the kinsman-redeemer, and you know Jesus is our kinsman-redeemer, praise God. He redeems my life from destruction. He is my covering. He is my protection. He is my sovereign protector. He's my kinsman-redeemer he crowneth me with loving kindness and tender mercies he crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies now that's the compassion of god that's the mercy of god that's the kindness of God who and he crowns me with that praise the lord he satisfies my mouth with good things now <laughs> i don't know about you But I like having my mouth satisfied with good things. Now, you know, this is a a very mundane example. (laughs) But I'm going to give you a really mundane example here. I happen to like Swiss cake rolls. I just really like Swiss cake rolls. I don't know what it is. The chocolate and the cream and everything. It's just nice. You know what I'm saying? And when I eat one of those things, it just tastes so good. It's sweet. And the texture and all of that. It's just nice. You know what I'm saying? It satisfies my mouth. It's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's totally in the natural. That's just a natural example of something that I personally like, that I enjoy. And I eat that Swiss cake roll, and it just tastes good. It just satisfies my mouth with good things. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Well, this is... A way higher step above that. Remember, God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His examples are better than our examples. (laughs) Amen. He satisfies my mouth with good things. Now, there's a purpose to it, though. Notice what it says. He satisfies my mouth with good things so that my youth is renewed like the eagle. Now, if you've ever studied the eagle, an eagle will grow feathers obviously throughout its life and it as it gets older those feathers get duller and start you know basically looking old and ragged and you know they're they they are not as uh as clean and crisp as they were when they first came out and so what that eagle does very unusual what that eagle will do is he'll fly high into the mountains And he'll get way, way high up in the mountains, and he'll start. He'll he'll come down to Earth, up there where he's protected. He's high in the mountains where nothing can get to him, and he'll pull those old feathers out. And it looks like he's, you know, like it's destructive, like it's, you know, what's he doing to himself, pulling all his feathers out. But he pulls out those old feathers. And over a period of time, new feathers grow into his into the place of those old, ragged-looking feathers. And now he spreads his wings, and he looks like he has been completely renewed. He's got new, fresh, young feathers. And he has been renewed. And so they use the example here, your youth is renewed like the eagles. Now I know some of you, You've been saying to yourself, now listen to this, listen closely. You've been saying with your mouth, and you need to quit it. (laughs) You've been saying, oh, I just feel so old. Oh, I'm so tired and old. No, 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 no. You shouldn't be saying you're old and tired. You should be saying my youth is renewed like the eagles. That's a promise of God. And it's a promise of God that's in the Word of God. And... That word contains the power to cause itself to come to pass in your life. Woo! Guess what? That means your youth is renewed like the eagles. You can be renewed physically. Amen? There's power within that word to cause that word to come to pass in your life. Do you see that? That's what I want you to see. Out of this study. You say, well, Dr. Bill, what does that have to do with the Christmas story? Well, it has everything to do with the Christmas story because it shows the underlying principle that was involved in that coming to pass. See, the Christmas story is not just a story. You know, a lot of people at the time of year of Christmas, they look at that and say, you know, well, it's just a nice story. No, it's not a nice story. It's history. Do you know what the word history is? if you break that down, is his story. History is all about Jesus. Let me tell you something, folks. It is all about Jesus. It's not all about you. It's not all about the history of our country, as blessed as that is. It's not about the history of the world. It's not about the history of conquerors and kings. It is the his story, his story, The story of Jesus Christ. That's what's important. That's what's key. So we're not talking about a pretty story here. It is a pretty story. Nothing wrong with that. But guess what? It's not just a story. It's not just a Christmas story. It is history. It is his story. And it is absolute fact. Jesus was, in fact, born of a literal virgin. Now there's a lot of people say, "Yeah, but you know, Doctor Bill." <coughs> excuse me. Come on. I don't really have to believe that Jesus was born of a virgin, do I? Well, do you? If you don't believe that, how can you believe the Bible? The Bible teaches it, absolutely, positively, one hundred percent. It does not leave anything, you know. <laughs> to be interpreted you see what I'm saying We're, and this is exactly what it says Mary asked the angel specifically now wait a minute how is this going to happen seeing I have never known a man And you can't <laughs> you can't paint that any other way than what it is she was a virgin and the Bible said specifically the prophecy was the virgin shall conceive so it was a fulfillment of prophecy so how can you sit there and say oh yes i'm a christian oh yes i believe oh yes uh you know I, i'm okay me and god are all right but i don't believe all that miracle stuff i don't believe all that virgin birth stuff i don't believe all that split in the red sea stuff well then what do you believe <laughs> you know i remember it's going to sound a little funny but i remember a college class that i took that was called the philosophy of art now why they called it the philosophy of art, I don't know, because it was mainly just philosophy. <laughs> and the whole point of this instructor, he had, you know, he had this PhD and all this, and he was supposedly a brilliant person and all. You know, typical professor, professorial-looking guy, you know, very stuffy-looking and gray and so forth. You know, three-piece suit, and the whole nine yards. And he stood up before the class and he says, "Now, class," and he brought a chair out. He set the chair in front of the class. He says does this chair exist? (laughs) And I looked at the chair. It looked like a chair to me. (laughs) And I said, yeah, that chair exists. And he looked at me and he says, how do you know? (laughs) Well, you know, his point was that in philosophy, how can we know anything? how do we know the chair is there perhaps it is merely a concept of a chair perhaps someone has just conceived of the chair and I therefore can you enjoy the Speak Faith broadcast today word of faith ministries is a multimedia outreach ministry that provides the speakfaith.tv fire tv app the speakfaith.tv roku channel the speakfaith.tv live streaming internet tv network available at the web address sf TV.io and the on-demand speakfaith.today internet video service to showcase ministries preaching the uncompromising Word of Faith. We also provide technical support and web hosting for many great churches and ministries including Expedition Church of the Triad Word of Faith Worship Center and Word of Faith Radio. If you would like to partner with us to reach the world with the Word of Faith you may do so on the web at paypal.me speakfaith or at our mailing address, Word of Faith Ministries, P.O. Box 5213, High Point, North Carolina, 27262. For more information, visit our main website at speakfaith.org. The Speak Faith broadcast is brought to you by Word of Faith Ministries and our partners around the world.